0: Check us out and become a part of the show, because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You're listening to Movie
2: Sucktastic. will go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live.
0: We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Uh, could you hear that?
0: I, I can ve- faintly. I, I can. Oh. Not not, yeah, not really, but kind. It's not really. Anyway, hello. Hello. Welcome everyone. This is movie suck, movie sucktastic Halloween edition 2017.
1: That's right. That's right. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Echoey. Am I echoing? No, I am. I don't know why.
0: Stop echoing. I I don't. I don't
1: don't know why. Motherfucker, cut it out. Ah. Wish that was vodka or gin, but it's not. How it's about water. how about whiskey?
0: Ah, oh,
1: yes, whiskey. Oh, hi,
0: whiskey. Ha. Oh, oh, hi, whiskey. Oh, you've been all my life. Ha. <laughs> you're my best
1: friend. <laughs> uh. You know
0: everything about women, whiskey. <laughs>
1: oh. It's like you're an expert.
0: Oh, I can't wait to see the uh, the. Um... Disaster artist. I know. I you know, really and I, I read. I have the book. I read the first four chapters, three chapters, and I stopped. And I still. I keep meaning to go back and finish it before
1: the movie. Yeah. But, uh, if you started it, you, I would imagine you'd want to finish that.
0: Oh no, I did, and I'm telling you, from what I read, gotta read it.
1: Maybe I'll it's read. Just, maybe I'll grab myself a copy. As a matter of uh, fact, it should be in any of. Uh, I should be able to get it from my local library.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Uh, either um, it's in Kindle format, too, An audiobook. Oh, nice. I actually, I, I have the Kindle format and the audiobook. <laughs> I just haven't finished it. I'm embarrassed. But from what I read, it was fucking hilarious. Like, even... It and it, it, it was all pre-production. This was all, like, leading up to the making of the film. I hadn't even gotten to the actual film. Wow. And it was just fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, now, this is <laughs> not that important, but does the author read the book a lot of times the author will read the book for the audiobook.
0: i don't know but i can look it up right now
1: okay. i'm curious I... only because obviously it was the one actor that was in the movie wrote the right. book right yeah yes
0: yeah um mark
1: mark oh hey mark right. yeah i it was heard originally you, I heard you wrote he, a book
0: was originally just disp- he was just he was helping produce it hmm and that—that's what I got out of the first couple of chapters. Is and then, um, and then, uh, what's his name? I'm—I'm I'm like four glasses of whiskey in, so I apologize if I forget names and stuff at random.
1: Tommy Wiseau.
0: Tommy Wiseau. Um, just like just became obsessed with. No, you got to play the re- lead role. You have to be Mock. <laughs> 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 um, hold on. Uh, well, you—you—you you, you introduce what we're doing while I look up the. If he reads it. All
1: right. So last week. Um, we were going over uh, basically what we're doing is we're, we're talking about all the horror films that we've been watching and we're bringing them to the show. And last week Scott had mentioned that he uh, briefly mentioned the Lords of Salem the Rob Zombie film. And uh, I had also mentioned uh, that which was a mistake that I had not seen it yet. So after m- Scott ye- yelled at me yelled <laughs> I decided to go and watch it. And that is what I'm bringing to the show this week. Uh,
0: that's right.
1: Now, if this was a movie challenge, if if this turned out to be a movie challenge, and it was now my turn to give you a movie challenge, it would have to be a Ty West film because this movie is so fucking boring. Nothing happens.
0: Alright, hang on. All right, let's just backtrack a sec before fucking we get fucking
1: pretentious we, nonsense. Be, hold
0: up, before we dive into the Lords of Salem, yeah, um, you did challenge me to the Kevin Smith film
1: Tusk. I did,
0: which I immediately avoided watching.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, so,
0: so Scott, luckily we Scott. had this as a fallback. So that's my that's my bad. I. I, I, It's very seldom that I like, can't bring myself to watch a film, and I was like, fuck, fuck no, fuck no. Well, I did so, mention
1: to you that it is a challenge, and it could be brought to the show any time this month. It doesn't right, have so, to be this week or next it, week.
0: Yeah, so I'm aiming for next week with that, on top of the other horror films we'll be talking about uh, leading up to Halloween. And we're going to be watching, uh, we're, Joey and I are planning on going to see the uh, opening night showing uh, of Jigsaw, because the Saw films was a ritual with us. We would go every Halloween to watch it. That's right. Opening weekend. Um, So we're going to try to do opening weekend. I don't know what night, what have you. Uh, Originally, we had a whole...
1: I mean, this is something for off the air, but I can come to you Friday night. We could do it Friday night.
0: That's what I was going to... I was going to suggest something along those lines. We will talk off the air. Yes. Um, And and we'll try to record a review as soon as possible and get it out there, because I'm sure everybody's just waiting to find out what we think about it. Again, off the
1: air, but we could do a little kind of like a... Uh, vignette you know the, driving to the theater leading up to it then if we see a, a early show and we go to dinner we can talk about it at dinner do a little thing and just put like a little 15 20 minute thing together sure i, I think that would work beautifully love it love
0: it. um uh yeah but anyway <laughs> oh i better slow down on this mm. um yeah, um, oh, by the way, uh, yes, The Disaster Artist is uh, narrated by the author, Greg <laughs> Sestero.
1: That's awesome. I love you know,
0: it. I, I need to, I need to, my problem is my commute is too short. My commute's only like 20 minutes. That's not enough time for me to get into a book on tape. Podcast, uh, yeah. Book on tape.
1: Eh. I could I blow through an audio book in two days.
0: Well, you better get a copy of it. They have it at audible.com, uh, which we used to have an advertising thing with and we don't even more, so fuck them. <laughs> um, but, but I still use them. I mean, I, I, I like it, but I'm like, I'm a semi Amazon whore. So ah. they're, they're, you know, part of Amazon, but, uh, anyway, uh, Lords of Salem, we'll start off with that. Yeah. Now. So, uh, basically, um, my, I watched this years ago and yeah, the film came,
1: five years old already,
0: five years old. I watched it about two or three years ago. I waited and, um, I told Joey. Uh, I think my, my basic review to Joey was, I found myself saying every twenty minutes or so, "What the fuck am I watching?"
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: and he, you know, he keeps. He, there's a lot of bad films that he hasn't watched yet that I need to force him to watch, including all the fucking Twilights.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be. A yeah, weird.
0: I went. Yeah. I went opening night to see Twilight.
1: See, he, St- he, he, he keeps bringing that up. Right. Like he did it for I the made. Show. Like I made him do it.
0: I did it for the show. And then he's like, oh, "I never watched them." Oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to plan. We're gonna plan. You know, we're gonna plan like a fucking like a, a mar- all-nighter marathon at your house. I'll come over with a bottle of something, and we're just doing all of them without <laughs> tracks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. But so. But yeah. Right now we're on Lords of Salem
2: hmm
1: so,
0: so, Lords of Salem was made in 2012 by Rob Zombie.
1: Rob Zombie. Um, and this is the film that he made when he lost the blob. This, right. He wrote and directed this. And not that he made this instead of the blob. He didn't get the blob or he backed out of it and ended up doing this pile of shit instead.
0: So, already we have a feel for how Joey felt about the film. I feel slightly <laughs> vindicated.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So,
0: the, um... So the basic plot of the film is... if you want to take
1: this? Uh, sure. Uh, the basic plot of the film is back in the 18th century. Is it, it's, called no. the
0: Sal- it's called the Salem Witch Trials. Just say yeah. Salm Witch Trials. Okay,
1: so yeah. 19th century. I believe it's the 19th century. Um, the one lead witch that runs this uh, coven... Uh, what's her name? It's... Uh, Oh yeah, it's um it's Meg Foster who got really yeah. old.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh she plays Margaret Morgan and she leads this group of witches which also um Andrew Prine, he plays Reverend Jonathan Hawthorne. Yeah. He's the one that has like this hard on for 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 taking care of them, burning them at the stake and killing all of the women that they've kind of um uh I don't know. Not possessed. They. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Brainwashed. I guess you could say they've kind of uh, mesmerized. Mesmerized. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Oogly boogly. Oogly boogly. Uh, so anyway, he's also. And I was like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, he looks so familiar. I know who this fucking guy is. He's so fucking familiar. And it's. Uh, what's his face from Eliminators? He yeah, was the the look- the, 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 the riverboat captain guy.
0: You could basically describe the entire cast as a bunch of old actors and Rob Zombie's wife.
1: Yeah, who... Excuse me, I kept reading reviews that, oh, this is her best performance. And if you look at all her previous... That's what I was going to say. If you look at all her (laughs) other bodies of work, this probably is her best performance. But my God, is she a shitty actress. (laughs) She is so the opposite of good...
0: All right, now, I, I, Rob she Zombie... She really
1: is a bad... You know, she's really bad.
0: Rob Zombie, and of course, since Rob... I can, I can only see Rob Zombie pitching this. He so said, listen, sweetie, I got a great new film I'm working on, and I'm writing a main role just for you. It's this, uh, um, it's this uh, junkie uh, idiot. hmm <laughs> And right there, the conversation should stop, you know? But apparently right. it kept going, and she started in the film. I don't know. I guess she's saw the vision whatever the fuck that was
1: um yeah it's called his penis uh, oh i've been together like 25 years
0: i think i would have rather have seen rob zombie's penis than this Mm. film maybe not for that duration
1: no not for an hour and 40 Uh, minutes
0: no but you know i could have handled a quick you know
1: um i what i the way i look at this film and I'll I'll get to the plot in a quick second. I know I started and we we went off. That's on a okay.
0: There's there's no rush to get to the plot. The film yeah. doesn't rush to get it, to it. Why should you? Yeah. Um, okay.
1: It's like it. What it feels like to me is Rob Zombie was on some indie film or Thai West kick, and said, "I can do that."
0: I, I no. Take it one higher. This is Rob Zombie thinking he's a fucking genius, and. Don't get me wrong, he did some really great stuff. I still stand by. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is fucking great. Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects, great. The first Halloween. Yeah, I like the first Halloween. Probably the best of the main, out of the main three horror franchises, Halloween, uh, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street, probably the best reboot yet.
1: Oh, definitely. That's not Uh, even a question.
0: Right. Now, Halloween 2, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, well...
0: You know what it is halloween like he took all the best elements of halloween for that one and then for halloween 2 he took all the worst elements of all the halloween
1: yeah.
0: and said let me just go play with this and then somewhere between somewhere between halloween 2 and not doing the blob he said to himself i'm a genius and never, well, never you,
1: you never. can tell that maybe he's not exactly thinking that but maybe he's thinking man i got this because if you look at a lot of his um his panning shots, the cinematography, you know, I, 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 and I would never even thought I'd say this about Rob Zombie, but you could see him putting like the screen in his hands, like, yeah, this shot is great. I'm gonna. Oh yeah. The... I'm,
0: oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah.
1: So th- he I, does I... that a lot, like the zoom ins, the the, the fade outs. Uh, you could tell that he, at at some point, during the making of the film or even beforehand, when he was visualizing, he's like, yeah, I got this. I fucking well, I... got this.
0: I remember saying the next day when I was angrily tweeting and and messaging people because, you know, I'm a big, big shot, Uh, Hmm. (laughs) saying that when you watch this film, all you can think of is is Rob Zombie jerking off and thinking to himself, oh, yeah, I'm I'm," – fuck – <laughs> the alcohol's the alcohol's got me. Um, oh yeah, I'm Stanley Kubrick. I'm the next Stanley Kubrick. Especially like the scenes like in the hallway and shit. It's like mm. this is this is so fucking Stanley Kubrick. It's like not even Stanley Kubrick. But like what the fuck you're doing? Come on, guy. Well, really?
1: sure. What about that one shot where she's crossing? Like she's walking across this bridge, and it's this "beautiful fall" background. The leaves are changing. They're on the water. They're floating, and it's just this calm, serene. And then the camera is moving with her slowly and it's like this it's a nice shot but it's just like what are you doing man
0: every every single fucking hallway shot every single shot of that of the death room every single shot in that in that building is i'm kubrick and i even found a a quote where he described his film this is the director describing his own film if ken russell directed the shining
1: oh i did read that too
0: yeah uh, dude And so, so, oh, you know what? My film—it's as if this one famous director did a film by another famous director, and this was the result. Shut the fuck up! (laughs) Really, you know, calm the fuck now. What was the last film he just he he just had come out?
1: Thirty-one. Yeah,
0: went back to his roots. You know, I, I, it, it. I don't think it really brought anything new to the table, but it was still. It was just. It was just kind of like. I think 31 is equivalent or to
1: 33 might be 33. 31? No, 31 it cuz it's Halloween 31st day fine. of Halloween. Okay. Yeah,
0: which which just called fucking Halloween asshole.
1: But uh <laughs>
0: but 31 which for Which I me, I
1: haven't seen that yet.
0: Uh is what seen what 31?
1: 31 I haven't seen it yet.
0: 30, yet. 31 to me is Rob Zombie's equivalent of M Night Shyamalan's The Visit except he was making up for like one film or two films, and Shama Lamman was making up for like five.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But but both of them like, oh, you know what? I forgot what I was doing. Let me go back to what I know how to do, and they both kind of nailed it on that low budget, just here's a film to enjoy kind of level. But yeah, this this is the, the <sighs> Lords I, of Sound Sam- just 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 a di- directorial fucking wank job all the way through.
1: I had read that he was given complete uh, written. ...and directorial freedom... ...to make the Lords of Salem.
0: And that's what you don't fucking do with these people! <laughs>
1: well, that was that's, always... Uh, um, that's what... Uh, that's what, what happens
0: to Terry Gilliam? That I was just going
1: to say, yes. Thank you. Uh, Terry, Terry Gilliam's, Gilliam's problem.
0: Wachowskis with fucking Matrix 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Ever, any one of these fuck, uh, uh, you know, Any of these fucking artists... ...these film artists... they ...when they have to fight... ...tooth and nail for every choice... And, ha- and have to try to like you know meet a standard it forces them to be creatively like you know creative i guess right. you could say i'm losing words but <sighs> then you say oh do whatever you want like oh well, i'm a fucking genius so watch this shit and then ha like what the fuck is this it's like a, it's like every other thing that neil gaiman's ever done in his fucking life <laughs> oh by the way quick aside speaking of artists i started watching uh american um, gods american gods right yeah after four episodes, I'm done. Oh, really? I liked it. You know, I'm. It's too fucking melodramatic, and and you know what? There's more gay sex in these things than a fucking gay porn. Y-
1: well, you've you've seen the uh, that the that one scene then, right?
0: That one episode with with the, the ca- taxi cab driver. Oh
1: yeah, I watched that, and I just lean over to Mare. I'm like, this this is just a little too gay for me. Hey!
0: I've seen gay porn, and I I was less I was more comfortable than I was watching that. Oh, uh, what scene. was like,
1: what was that? It was called a gin, you know, like, I believe it was called a gin. gin
0: yeah, djinn. D D D J I N N. Yes, yeah. I'm familiar with it. But you know this whole thing of now, let me show you other gods. Let me show you other gods. You know what? Just show me the fucking story, why don't you? I it's just like everything I ex- expect from Neil Gaiman post the first twenty uh, issues of Sandman. Just, just fucking wanna be rock star, but I fuck. It's like him and Clyde Barker just it, it, just,
1: just go away. <laughs> um, uh, I, I do say that I did enjoy the the entire first season. Um, I think there's only eight episodes, so you only have four to go.
0: You know, I enjoyed the I I enjoyed the parts that involved story, but it's all these fucking asides to other gods. It's like you know, just can, you know, I'm watching this for a storyline. And I really like to keep following the storyline.
1: From from what I understand, I did not read the book, but my wife did. She said that the show follows the book pretty much to a T. Which doesn't surprise
0: me in the least, because I've already lost fucking interest. (laughs) I remember remember, uh, The Great and Secret Show, Mm. one of his books. I think it was the last book of his I tried to read, and I got like three chapters in, I was like, just fuck it. Just, just. (laughs) You know, but... But you know, fantasy's never been a hundred percent my thing. It's it's maybe it's me, but uh, anyway, Lords of Salem.
1: Lords of Salem. So anyway, the main plot of the film is the cherry moon I, zombie Heidi gets a a, oh. a, a a a record in the mail. What?
0: Right here we go. Here we go. First first step of a of a witch cult or satanic plot. Make it as convoluted as fucking possible, that so it never could have actually come together in the first place. Right. So, she she's she's a DJ. She's a DJ with two other DJs.
1: Right, and And they're like the number one show in Boston. They make sure they point that out like three times.
0: Oh sure, yeah, because after ten minutes listening to them, I want to listen to them all day.
1: Yeah, Uh, and and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, if this was a podcast, I wouldn't listen to this. Um, um, if you
0: watch, if you ever watch Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. they have, they have, they have their phony local, uh, shock jocks. Oh, right. Yeah. And they have, and like, if you sit through like five minutes of them doing their, their phony spiel, and then you listen to this one, it's like, it's the same fucking thing. This is, uh, these, you know, they're supposed to be popular, not annoying. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I don't, um, anyway, but, but so she, she works at this radio station with two other people. She's living in an apartment owned by spoiler alert the witch's coven <laughs> who, are, who are talking to her and like, you know, having par you know, having her drinks with her and stuff. They mail the record to the station, hoping that she listens to it instead of the other two people, instead of just giving it to her and saying, Hey, we have this, you should listen to it
1: Right. And their main intention, although I will say um, their main intention for doing that at the radio station is so well because if you if you remember when they play it over the airwaves, tons of women that are tuning into the show just become hypnotized.
0: Right. so so let me let me let me let me go back to that plot. Knock on the door. Hi, hi, tenant. Hey, we just had drinks the the night. Here's this record. You should play it at your radio station. There, I just solve that for you. There you go. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, speaking of pretentious uh, pretentious fucking Rob Zombie, the man of the moon.
1: Oh, backwards. God, yeah. Fuck
0: you. Fuck you. <laughs> really? Really? We're going to put that in there?
1: Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was really annoyed by it.
0: Yeah. But the two things in that scene that that, that signal that this is going to be a shitty film was pretentious film uh, reference and his wife's fucking ass. <laughs> I fuck that people. Look at that. See that? That's mine. Really? It's it's almost as creepy as watching um, the Stendhal syndrome, Dario Argento's film in which he repeatedly films his daughter being raped.
1: Br- who was hey, who? Who very recently said Harvey Weinstein raped her?
0: Good. No, <laughs> nah, I obviously I didn't. What, <laughs> what the take fuck? Me, take that back. I apologize. <laughs> see see how see how worked up this has been? No, um. <laughs> But like Dario Argento, honey, I wrote a film just for you. I have a part I wrote just for you. Oh, oh let's, let's
1: let's see those sea cups, baby.
0: Okay, <laughs> no, no, I want to see more pain in your face, dear.
1: If, <laughs> you, if you've ever seen Dario Argento, he's a creepy-looking motherfucker. I'm not surprised that he even he's, did that. He's Italian, so. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> come on,
0: come on. <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't resist uh but speaking of argento it's a great comparison between argento and this because it's the one thing i i was an argento fan when i was young and stupid and i still am to an extent because the thing with argento's films and the thing with like say if you're trying to defend the lords of salem mm-hmm. is that oh visually they're quite stunning visually they're interesting but it's nice to have a fucking plot or a storyline that makes sense behind it. Right, right. You kind of forgive the earlier Argento films, like, the, like you know, the 70s. Um, what, what was the Italian? Um, Giallos. Giallos. And when you get to the 90s and he's still making the same shitty films, like, dude, stop writing your own screenplays. Please stop writing your own fucking screenplays. <laughs> you're a great director. Just do that. Do that. Please, please, please. quack, quack. <laughs> but, but that that's like a great comparison is like like almost every Argento film and Lords of Salem it's just okay. The direction's good, but someone to let the director write and what the fuck was that about?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so the 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 record is mailed to her radio station. She plays it, mesmerizes ha- pretty much the entire town of women, uh, or enough uh, enough women, and which bitches? Yeah. It's the, the witches that'll get you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but throughout the film, she's starting to get more and more sick, more and more uh, deluded. Uh, she's starting to become... Uh, I don't know. She's just like in a cloud. And it just it leads up to the climax of the film, but now hold on. she hold starts on. doing drugs hold again
0: I don't, think, I don't think climax is the proper term for this film no you're for right. the, for, let's not jump the gun and say climax let's say extended ending mm. let's do can we, can we maybe you know pro prolonged
1: I hear completion. there's a novelization of the movie that supposedly what? ties up a ton of loose ends.
0: Well, so po- the, the the novelization is written by Rob Zombie, yeah, and the novelization apparently um, f- follows the screenplay more strictly. Which, again, there's another problem with a writer director would know. I don't know, uh, just who's lost his fucking mind? Is yeah. that? It's like, oh, well, here's what I wrote. But you know what we're gonna do? Get the priest stroking the dildos. Put them right in there. Yeah, let's do this shit. <laughs> I don't even know if that's in the screenplay, and I haven't read the novelization. But uh,
2: yeah,
0: I don't it, know. But, uh, oh, it's in the movie. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> and I, I, I don't mind that, mind you. But usually, I, 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 there's a point where his film intersects with. There's like like Rob Zombie, artistic horror, and then there's like pornography, uh, artistic porn, and it sure. kind of crosses. It- and it's porno- like Rob
1: Zombie meant Salo.
0: <laughs> no, 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 that's Salo's not, not pornography. You mean like Rob Zombie meant the Dark Brothers from the from the like seventies and eighties.
1: Behind the green door.
0: No, not behind the green door. We're talking um New Wave Hookers.
1: Oh yeah, New Wave Hookers, that, sure. That
0: that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. where it all started. Um, night trips, that kind of stuff. Uh please, please you know. But, that's right. but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's get back to the Who beginning. Who was the guy that
1: was directing that stuff? It was uh, Blake something or something Blake? Uh,
0: well, the, there's Blake 7, but he wasn't directing the Dark Brothers. No, that was something- no.
1: It, it was uh, something Blake. He was doing the more artsy, more cinemagraphic type oh, porns. Robert Blake. Yeah, there you go. Maybe not. Man. It's something I- Blake.
0: No, not Robert Blake. No, no, no,
1: no. No, no, Robert Blake. No, not that guy.
2: <laughs>
0: not Robert Blake. Not,
1: uh, not the actor. Not, the actor.
0: The actor killed his wife.
1: Uh, allegedly.
0: Allegedly? No, that's <laughs> right. He couldn't have killed his wife because he left his gun in the restaurant.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: um, I, the only the only Blake off the top of my head for pornography is Blake Seven.
1: No, there's another Blake.
0: Okay. Um,
1: hang on one second. second. Let's See if I can. Find it real quick.
0: Well, the Dark Brothers. I'm trying to find um, Gregory Dark was was uh, Gregory. If the Dark Brothers, that was you know. I don't know his last name. The oh, but we're getting sidetracked with porn, as is usually the case. Yes, um, it is. So, so the the the, the DJ junkie idiot slut. I'm throwing "slut" in there just because I'm angry at the film. Slutty. It has nothing to do with with. Uh, shit, she doesn't sleep with anybody in the film, oh, even really? like the poor guy that keeps hitting on her nonstop.
2: Huh.
1: But no, um, that's right. So, that guy, he's like he wants in her pants badly.
0: So, so here's here here's 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 where the film goes. The first time we see them at work, they're interviewing like a heavy metal band guy and mocking him because that's what you do with your guests—you mock them openly. Well, I, I guess. I guess really gonna you know, Howard Stern incident she kind of do, uh, he's he's like oh we're gonna we're mocking you know we're you know we're we're shedding light on the on the evil uh, evils of Christianity and Jesus the true bringer of death, and then the next then she gets the the evil record by the uh, by the witches and who's their who's her next guest oh as, as, since you know since we're a radio station that does music mainly we're interviewing um, an author of a book on witchcraft
1: right or oh, the Salem I- witch friars and the director is
0: purely
1: coincidence. No, yeah, exactly. The director purely is coincidence. purely coincidence. Director, the porn director is Andrew Blake.
0: Oh, Andrew Blake. Oh, okay, yeah. He did uh, all like
1: the artsy stuff. He did yeah, yeah, night yeah, trips yeah. and
0: Night trips, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There, yeah. there was that one artsy one where it had the uh, oh what the fuck was it called? But anyway, I had a scene where this girl had like this tiger's face painted on her ass and it looked like this li- the tiger was like all right. blowing like, it was, like, going up and down on a penis, and it looked like it was, ha- you know, having oral sex with it. Zazel. Zazel! Oh, my God, the fact that so, you remember that. But, yes, so I'm t- no, so you gave, you, you're the one that gave that to me.
0: No, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I, I just heard about it. I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about.
1: Exactly. Zazel. He did Zazel. He did night trips. Uh, he did the artsy stuff.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so just coincidentally, they're interviewing, uh, you know, A guy who wrote a book out in Salem witch trials, and like, like they don't even. It's not even like the 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 record delivered is from the lords, and then the black disc jockey's like, I guess we should call them the lords of Salem, (laughs) and like later on, like the guy. That's Ken
1: Ken by the way. Anyone that doesn't know that, anyone who doesn't know who Ken Farai is, he was in uh, Dawn of the Dead, uh, the George A. Romero. Film. Yeah, plus yeah, he, um, he's, amongst other horror films.
0: Yeah, no, but that's the main one he's known for, and that's that—that's the tip of the hat from Rob Zombie. Good for bringing and that man,
1: up. And man, they when they say black don't crack, they mean it. Ken Ferrey looks exactly the same. He's like he's like seventy.
0: Yeah, I don't. know. And they they reference him wearing a wig in the film, but I don't know if he actually is or if that's a joke. I think he is though because he's bald. He's bald when he appears as a priest in um um. The Dawn of the Dead remake.
1: Well, yeah, and his his headshot—that's on IMDb. He's bald.
0: Yeah, so I guess that was right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. But, but 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 what was I getting at? When you cut me off. When I cut you,
1: I fucking when, cut you, bitch. When you, um, cut you you were talking about. Uh,
0: oh yeah. The but author. So, yeah, the author. So but he says. Who's played they, by they,
1: Bruce Davison, by the way. Yeah. More and, famously and, known as being the douchebag senator or politician in the x-men film.
0: X-Men, yeah, let's, let's not hold that against him please. I I've, I've, he's been in countless He was things. fine in
1: those movies, I'm just saying. He's you know, just a douchebag politician.
0: I just I just hate you know, it's, it's like I hate when these actors that have like these long careers so is like best known as the as the politician in X-Men. No! Not <laughs> best known as that. Please stop. Um Ugh. but 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 he he can't throughout the film when he's re- when he's researching this shit he's like oh uh yeah they, and this band's known as the lords of salem no they're not
2: they're, no, not. they're, not. they're, they're the lords. not they're just the they're just they're just the
0: lords we don't know where they're from they sent a record you can mail that shit from fucking anywhere
2: <laughs>
0: come on and so the the one thing i you mentioned ty west oh yeah and of course because this film reminds me of house of the devil it's just the
1: same bullshit just yeah, the same, it's just like, a lot of pretentious crap leading up to nothing.
0: And, and and also, so witchcraft guy, witchcraft scholar, right? Okay, I think the, I think these women are witches, and they're holding her against her will. What should I do? Hmm, maybe I should go to their house and talk to them, you know, you know, unarmed and alone. What the fuck? <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, and when when she invites him uh, invites him in, he's reluctant. You could see he's yeah. like, oh, "I'll come back later." She's like, "No, come in now." And he's like, "Oh, okay."
0: As a yes, dear. <laughs> What The fuck. And I'll, b- by the uh, so, by the way, let's just point out the fact that the uh, Rob Zombie makes makes a point of like hinting where she when when they when he asked her, "Oh, where'd you get the record from?" He says, "Oh, it was just it was addressed to me here." I was surprised because no one really knows my real name, and he was <laughs> like, oh, Okay." First of all. And then, like, but then, like, she is a direct lineage to this witch hunter. Hawthorne. Hawthorne, the, the, the witch hunter. yeah, uh, Jonathan like, Hawthorne. Right. She's his direct heir. She's fucking clueless as to why she's having visions of Satanism and goats and shit. Hmm. Meanwhile, the, the, fucking, the, the fucking witchcraft researcher pretty much Googles her fucking name.
1: <laughs> he totally does.
0: Right, and she's like, "Oh, I, I didn't even think anybody knew my real name." He goes to the radio's the radio website, and it says in big letters, bigger than her stage, b- bigger than her fucking professional name, real name. Bam. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how anybody shut. There's, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, so come, he Googled, come on, Rob. You know you're smarter than that.
0: And he so and yeah, the witch finder. Googles the fucking information that she doesn't know from, I don't know, living her life. And <sighs> now, <Yeah. laughs> that's all, that is all, that's the first hour of the film. From, from, from Dippy Chick getting a mysterious record to stupid witch hunter being killed by witches in their own kitchen, uh, that's an hour of the film.
2: yeah
1: yeah no it's it's a good solid hour i mean and they do other these other things too uh like the days of the week and it starts off with monday
0: speaking of the shining
1: shining. yeah monday tuesday Tuesday. wednesday it just does all these days of the week does all these days of the week and the way the scenes end and then starts up with Tuesday, and it nothing is happening. It makes and by it, the way, it's it's it is, and I keep using this word because it is the right way to describe it. It is pretentious,
0: extremely. And also, let's be fair: when there's no real time frame given, Tuesday means fucking jack shit to me. Yeah. If you swap that screen out with Wednesday,
1: Wednesday. doesn't matter. I,
0: no, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Ah. But yeah, then in between the subtle weavings of plot, (coughs) there are the long, drawn out dream sequences. Now, I will admit, the one dream sequence I like is when the priest forces her to blow him while he's. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I love that scene. It's great. Uh, It ended too quickly, and it actually reminded me of Andrew Blake a lot. I, I'll give you that.
1: <laughs> and but, just during that scene when he's just ranting about how she's the sinner and he, he's the only one that could save her, her head's bobbing up and down in the <laughs> shot.
0: <laughs> An actor, 10 times better for performance than anything she does throughout the film. That's right. You know, and I, I, I'm i not purposely trying to badmouth, you know, the, the woman that let her husband film her bare ass to, you know, almost half of the film. Right. I'm not trying to. I'm not saying anything about her as a
1: person, but holy shit, really? She's, she only does uh, movies that Rob Zombie makes. They said that she has what? only acted in one other thing ever, and it was for Toby Hooper, uh, I don't remember the oh. name of it, but it oh. was as a it was a favor to Rob Zombie because uh, Toby Hooper and Zo- Rob Zombie were friends, but she anytime she gets an offer. Which I'm Be- sure she does all the time, but I'm sure it's also for B really? B, B really? movies. She turns them all down.
0: You really think she gets a lot of offers?
1: For B really? for B films? Sure.
0: Well, I mean for like non paying jobs? Oh, I'm sure she gets lots of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and oh oh oh, and so she so she, the only other film she appeared was Toby Hooper, that brilliant director? Right. What the fuck?
1: Huh. <sighs> so but yeah, she only does Rob Zombie movies and it really does show because he puts her in every single one.
0: She she only does Rob Zombie films because he's the only one that's going to put her in movies. That's it. Well, period. She's she's
1: quoted as saying she doesn't want to be in she didn't want to be an actress ever. But I guess when you're married to Rob Zombie and well, you don't have to worry about money, yeah, I guess that's true.
0: My respect for her has increased a thousandfold because at least she recognizes that she's not an actress. Yeah. And you know so and actually my my estimation of Rob Zombie this dropped a couple notches. No, really, I really don't want to act. No, you're going to be you're, I'm going to sh- I'm going to film your ass and you're going to be a fucking crack whore idiot in this film. Get, get get in front of the camera now.
1: There's a shot and I don't That's remember it's like, it's
0: just a relationship.
1: Oh, r- right. I, I don't remember if it's if it's uh, I saw this little uh, not a making of, but it was just a little behind the scenes thing. And I don't know if it was for Lords of Salem or if it was for one of the Halloween films, but it had her in like in a bathtub and the, the shot is all set up and nothing's happening yet. But it, they're filming this behind the scenes stuff and he just walks by. You could tell she's exhausted and he just walks by and just kind of like puts her hand on her shoulder and like taps it. And it's like, yeah, we're almost done or, you know, uh, we're getting there. And then, like he walks out of the shot, and I'm just like, she doesn't want to do this at all. Yeah, she's only doing <laughs> it because she loves Rob Zombie. Uh, <laughs>
0: it, yeah, yeah, it's just and and uh, it's like this this film is the worst of Rob Zombie not in a cinematic level and probably a person level too. I really just just like what
1: just yeah, just. and it was because he was given complete freedom to do whatever he wanted.
0: Oh, never give an artist complete freedom, never. Yeah. Never, these motherfuckers need to be fucking
1: reined in. Unless they put up their all of their own money, then they'll realize very don't. quickly that yeah, you you can't just do anything that you want.
0: Oh, even then, don't let them do that. No, no, hmm. no. You, you you need you need that you need, you need the you need the a- shoulder angels. Say so, yeah, we should do that. And your wife could be in there and her ass. Yeah, we'll show her ass. It's like. No, you shouldn't do that, Rob. That doesn't make any sense in the screenplay. And you can do it cinematically without without injuring the, you know, the plot, without showing her ass. No, motherfucker, show her ass. You get rid of those shoulder angels. It's like, uh, sweetie.
1: Exactly. That's,
0: that's it. No, We're, we're showing your ass off. in
1: this scene. I don't want to. Yeah. We're doing it because right. that's my vision.
0: Okay, so I, I kind of singled it here. I singled it out here. I've got it up on my screen. You're showing the background, right?
1: I am not showing the film in the background. What are we showing in the background? Just one of the lost, uh, lost and found. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I was gonna show it, but I know it's it, it will be flagged on YouTube.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: So I figured this is an episode like the last three episodes, the uh, the last two and this one, I that they, they they get uploaded to YouTube and we don't get flagged. Okay. So that's the only reason why I didn't show it tonight Fine. because we're, we're,
0: we should we're talking about other films. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean so, we're
1: forty-five minutes in, and I know we want to talk about a couple of other horror films. You are correct. So,
0: um, uh, I'm calling it right here at one hour and twenty minutes. That's when the cavalcade of of directorial jerkfest begins.
1: Oh, that's sure. The, the, sta- the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. The
0: stage the stage show. Yeah, the last fi- the, la- the the last solid fifteen minutes of look at me. I'm a fucking brilliant director. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch. me. And. Uh, holy shit what just so were you like me? did you like did you like literally stop like every like every 20 minutes or so and it's like, what the fuck am I watching?
1: yeah, I mean, I didn't uh, well yeah at least last, I, I mean I mean I'm, I'm I'm watching it, it just to myself I'm like, this isn't going nothing is going anywhere that's what I said right then and there. I said, I have to bring up Ty West on the show,
2: <laughs> because
1: if this was a movie challenge and I had to come up with a challenge to you, it would have to be a Ty West film. <laughs> that would be my connection.
0: You know what? I still, I still haven't watched the, uh, his, his Jim Jones uh ripoff.
1: Which one was that?
0: Uh, it's the one. Uh, it's the, the one with the Jim
1: Jones cult. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it it's, either.
0: It's the it's something. I have a copy of yeah. it. I just don't remember the name.
1: I, I'm i about a half an hour into In a Valley of Violence. And... Oh! <laughs> I, I, I I didn't stop it because I was... You know, I hated it or anything. It's just, like, I watched about a half hour and I just said, you know what? I just don't feel like fucking watching this right now. You know, the and, only I, and it, I never And I never went back to it.
0: Honestly, it's probably the best thing he's ever done... Because instead of like trying to be original, he just robbed every cliche from every Western film ever made. And <laughs> The only thing that me, that kept me going through it was just what, just what y- you know, like you watch this, you know, Sylvester Stallone and who's the other actor? John Travolta. Oh, no, I meant John Travolta. John Travolta and who's the other actor? Oh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Was like these two have more movie experience. In their careers than this motherfucker does, and whatever they're doing, they're doing in spite of anything he told them. Yeah, and I just, it was just like I want to watch these two act. Yeah, it's it's the best it's the best Ty West film he's ever made because it's because it's not bad per se. Right, it's just everything you'd expect from a western.
1: Yeah, we did talk about it a little bit on the show and you had mentioned right, that it's mentioned just it, yeah. everything that would come from a better western or that type of genre I, he just I borrowed would, from.
0: I would never recommend it, but I also would not say no, don't do that. <laughs> I, I'd be like I'd be like, "Yeah, you know what? You you'll enjoy a couple, you'll enjoy, you know, the the performances." <sighs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I've got, I've got uh, Lords of Salem playing on my, on my third monitor here, uh, which I don't use often anymore now that I don't work from home. Oh. And, uh, and it's a, yeah, I watched a lot of movies on that when I was working from home. <laughs> Fuck that shit.
1: I snuck the last half hour of the Lords of Salem at work today. Because I did fall asleep last night like I thought I was.
0: My my corporate my my new corporate overlords frown upon that kind of thing, so I have to watch films at home now after working hours.
1: Yeah, well, no, um, they they wouldn't be happy if they saw me watching a film at work either. But it's just it was so dead, and no one was in my office. It was just like there's nothing going. I mean, I went and did jobs today.
0: Let me put it this way: I can't get away with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I can. I can. Uh, just oh, have to, I just have to be careful if a nude scene comes on. It's like, oh, gotta switch the screen real quick. Hey,
0: okay. you know what freaks me out about the whole scene where the where you have her sitting next to the priest stroking dildos in front of them? Yeah, it's that two of them are are, are like fisting the dildo, like they're oh, like right. you're like jerking off with that. But then the third one is using two fingers. And, oh. and and I don't know why, but that freaks the fuck out of me. <laughs> the see. bishop one priest ones yeah, are using yeah. the fists and you know what and that i guarantee you that's not something that, that robs Zombie Bazambi did not say listen bishop use two fingers do it kind of like weird kind of uh if no, the, rest you guys full fist it no way the, For some that's reason, how that those actor actors
1: said, actually jerk off
0: exactly that that guy was like this is yeah this is how you do it it's like no no
1: yeah i mean i've seen some porn where the the dude is jerking off and he's doing it with two fingers
0: I, I I'm gonna stop that conversation right there and move right back to the film. <laughs> but this whole 15 minute sequence is just like Why, it, it's, it's the just truth. like this I whole 15
2: it's
1: a, it's a thing.
0: This whole 15 minute sequence, at the end is hey hey hey. I bet I can do Ken Russell. No, you can't. And and a lot of it, it really just feels like oh I saw I saw Layer of the White Worm. I bet you I can do those those uh, hallucination scenes. No, Rob, you can't. Oh, yeah. No. And I remember one trivia I saw where it said no special effects were used during this film it needed some <laughs> uh, oh gee oh, wh- what was that image uh, I'm, just, like, I'm like i'm like i'm like flashing through them right now ooh ooh a neon jesus jesus saves crucifix oh god that yeah feet. oh really <laughs> that's the best you got oh, two fisted oh, oh, cru- <laughs> oh a crucified fetus oh gee you got me on fucking edge. It was almost like it just, just. It, it's like he flashed back to like his his like music career. Is like, let me do a music video. Yeah, <laughs> this will piss off the parents.
1: No, I, wrong if audience, If I could do dude. anything I wanted in a music video, it would look like this movie.
0: Wrong audience, dude. Wrong fucking audience. You're not pissing off your p- teenagers' parents now. You're not. This is a real fucking film. Get back in the ball game.
2: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, yeah, and
0: true. you know and. It's weird. Again, coming from a guy whose past films just showed this brilliance, uh, and, and I, I don't use that term lately. I, I, I really think there was a brilliance to a lot of what he did in his earlier films, and then you got to this one, and uh, which makes this even more painful because you're like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, it's like M. Night. You know, you go from you go from um, the Sixth Sense and Unbreakable.
1: Oh and then to, you go, um
0: uh, uh Earth First whatever the fuck that was called uh, After Earth After Earth even even like Lady no, the, in the Water No the one
1: before that the one with Mark Wahlberg the Oh The that Happening called? The Happening Yeah
0: You're like what the fuck happened to you
1: Yeah Really And Lady in and the he... Water that was another one
0: Yeah and again that's the one we crossed the line by like criticizing as the critics Yeah You know I just at least Rob Zombie didn't sink that low before he bounced back, but I mean, and maybe that's why—maybe that's why it hurts and why sometimes we get like abusive with these films. What, you know? I'm the same way with Kevin Smith. Like you get these guys where they do these early films, you're like, "Oh yeah, this guy's fucking on it. This guy has potential. This <sighs> guy's gonna show us." And then like ten years later, you're like, "Fuck, I'm I've I moved on. Why why haven't you?" Yeah. I I don't know. But it's stuff like this. This is like a, this is like a backslide. This is a huge, ba- and with Shyamalan was the same thing. It was this huge backslide of like, okay, doing great films too. all right, I'm just doing whatever I think people want to see, I guess, or or <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm stroking myself thinking I'm a fucking genius. Meanwhile, uh. And then the whole fucking ending, where like with the radio overlay, say, "Mysterious uh, deaths appeared at the theater.
1: Uh, No one knows what happened." Thirty-two deaths. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, and then they said, uh, "the the Heidi blah 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 Hawthorne, uh, her uh, has has been missing, and we do not know the whereabouts." It's like really. I just, you know. In the novelization, from what I understand, the two other DJs die as well.
0: Oh well, that would make more fucking sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Didn't have enough time in the film to, 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 to you know, it's when you're when you're when you're making a, a novelization uh, when you're making an adaptation from a novel and you can't fit shit in, that's understandable. When you're shooting from a screenplay and you can't fit shit in,
1: you just fucked up. <laughs> that's true.
0: Oh, I, I think we're,
1: we're done, done with it. We should move on.
0: We're done. But again, Silver Lining, if you haven't seen 31, it doesn't make up for Lords of Salem. Right. But it's a step in the right direction.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Is, is there any word on what Rob Zombie's planning next, by the way?
1: Um. Yeah, probably. Let me let me look him up real quick. As, as he goes to IMDb real quick. Oh, It's already up. So let's see if he's got anything in production. Now he only did a 31 it was like last year. Yeah, so no, that's recent. Yeah, it that's the that's the last thing it says that uh, it was it's on his plate is 31.
0: Now, uh in development apparently he's in development of The Hills Have Eyes
1: the beginning. Oh Jesus. Why? No, no,
0: no, that who I am open to that. Yeah, I'm open Why? To-
1: They've made two sequels. Did, do something original. No,
0: no. They do two sequels. They did a sequel, then they did a reboot, and then a sequel to that. Don't get confused. I, You know what? I'm open to that because he's, he's talking about a prequel, which has not been done. There's been no prequel to either of those films. Now, which film he plans on doing a prequel to, the guys in furry loincloths or the nuclear test site people, that remains to be seen. But I'm open to that.
2: Okay. I guess now
0: a, a film called Raised Eyebrows. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. Um, so let's let's move on to other horror films that we're going to okay. cover during the week of Halloween, month of Halloween. Yes. Um, you
1: first. Me first. All right. So here, let me take uh, Lords of Salem off my list here. Now I have two other films that I have, and I know you've seen both of them. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the film. I think I'm gonna have to go with the film Life, from 2017. That's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, where they're in outer space. They find. Oh yeah. They find. Uh. Uh. uh like. They find a little speck of 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 life, um, on some dormant planet. They bring it back, to the. Uh, to their, uh, their, their whatever Hubble spacecraft, whatever you want to fucking call it, home base, and they decide to fuck around with it.
0: If I may, if I yes. may, I remember, I remember my my exact summary of the film the day after I watched it was, yes. "Hey, we found new life on a, on a strange planet. Let's poke it."
1: <laughs> yeah, they, and that's literally, literally what they do is they poke and prod it. And then they freeze it to death to see if it could survive. And guess what? It does. And guess what happens after that? It gets angry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what, what's your basic feeling of the film? I, I, actually, I actually thought it was an okay movie. I, I didn't dislike it, let's put it that way. I and and I especially oh, yeah. liked the way it ended, too. And I, call, <laughs> I called it, though. I called it though. Mary didn't. Wouldn't call, I, Mary Ellen wouldn't believe me?
0: I called it. I called it. It, it was. It was a. It was a, a moment like. Um, uh, it was just like Sixth Sense. Right. Like just before the reveal, I was like, "Oh, I know what happened." Yeah. So I, I beat the film, but only by like like thirty seconds. I was like, "Oh, I know. Oh, I know." But I didn't. Well, I didn't. I actually. Call
1: it I actually called it when he was when he was giving her the plan of what was going to happen.
2: Oh, really? I, I actually what? called it there. Because oh. I
1: lean over to Mare and I'm like, "You watch," right. because I'm... what what happens is what happened in that no, no, no. scene. Without no, no. I won't give anything won't... away. Don't give anything away. I won't give anything away. But what happens in the scene where he's given her the plan, I lean over to Mare and she says, "She she says, 'Oh, okay. I think it's going to go like this.'" And I go, "I think it's going to go like this." I go, "Doesn't my my ending sound much better?" And she's like, "Yeah, it really does." And then that's how it ended. <laughs> Now, I called it when he was giving her the plan.
0: Here's something I, I got to give the film credit for, is but but this is something that like, when you have Ryan Reynolds at at the point in time where he's like the A-list, and and Hall's in the film too, yes, but he's not A-list.
1: I mean, like he he's doing great stuff. It's almost like he was in the middle of doing Deadpool and he's like, I can only give you a half hour. Right, but <laughs> but at the same time, but like he was still
0: that hot. Oh yeah, and, and they were like. All right, we're gonna kill him like in the first half hour.
1: Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Well, if you don't see it coming, then you shouldn't be watching yeah. film yeah. period. At, 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 yeah, there's a there's a really early point realize he's not the hero. <laughs> <laughs> well you, you see it in the trailer. If you watch the trailer, you'll notice that Ryan Reynolds nope. is not and, the hero.
0: And that's one of those things about like you and I and people out there who are active film viewers and who are thinking they're in the film and and you know, I turn my brain off during films a lot too. I'm not criticizing, but oh, yeah. I, I
1: but, love I love not knowing what's going to happen. I hate yeah, it when but, I figure it out before, though.
0: Yeah, but, it didn't take no, away but, the
1: ending for me from life because I, when I talked to Marabout, about, I said this that would make a great yeah, ending, and that's exactly how it ended, and I, I was I very like, happy.
0: I don't mind when I figure it out in advance based on the film itself. It's when I figure it out in advance because of like an advertisement or a trailer yeah. or a review. That's when I feel cheated. Or, or, or if, a tweet. Right. But if I'm watching <laughs> the film, and I will chastise it for that. Don't, 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 you, don't you worry. Please but do. When, Please but when do. I am watch natural film, and I get a point, and I'm like, I know what happens. I don't feel guilty because that's the film. Yeah. Either no, either, fa- either failing or succeeding, depending on you know what they're trying to do. I mean, and I'm very honest about that stuff. I'm not I'm not like some people who say, "Oh, I knew who Kaiser Sose was from the beginning." You're a fucking liar. Shut up.
1: <laughs> we knew someone that said that.
0: Yes, and he, and, you know, but yeah, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> but uh, but overall, I did enjoy the film. Life, uh, I enjoyed the ending very thoroughly. I, I thought that was a great ending. Um, it was, let's put it this way. It's better than just about every space film that has come out and probably in the last few years.
0: Well, you, you know what? And that's the main thing too. The concept, if you just break it down to the basic concept, a bunch of people in a spaceship being hunted down one by one by an alien, you're like, all right. Yeah. Like I haven't seen that shit before, but they, they don't necessarily find a new twist but they just present it in a way that's entertaining and feels right. original to an extent.
1: Yeah, and they yeah, get they I'm... get they get the claustrophobia down. They yeah. they they get the alien. Uh, it it it's it's got a form, but it's it doesn't have it's got even somewhat of a face, but it's done in such a way. That it's more menacing because you actually don't really know what it exactly looks like. You get like a general shape of it, but it's almost like because it's floating in space, it's almost liquidy, but it's not. It it has a full form, and And, that kind of makes it more fucking scary.
0: And you know what? I mean, um, as I'm getting older, and I'm surrounded by people at work who have never used a typewriter and don't know had never used like a five and a half inch floppy disk. Um, (laughs) uh There's a part of me that, that like, has to acknowledge that these films that are coming out now aren't for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're for the kids that have, they're for the young people out there who haven't watched. I'm not old enough to call people under 30 kids yet. But uh, people who haven't seen Aliens, or, like, at least, like, Alien, or didn't grow up with it. Right, right. You know, so, so like, they, they know that this plot is out there. Just like we knew these plots were out there from 50s horror films, but we didn't experience them until we watched The Thing or Alien or things like this. Right. So, right. I mean, we're hitting an age where we have to let go of some of the things we know and say, hey, you know what, I know that, but these fucking idiots don't. Let, well, them, sure. enjoy it. let them enjoy it for the first time. Well, that's you the know? thing.
1: That's why, I, uh, well, at least I am, I know you're a little less, I'm pretty big on not giving away a spoiler, even if it's from, say, a film that's 30, 40 years old. Because Depends on the spoiler. Depends on the spoiler. It does depend on the spoiler, but I, I, re- I rarely agree with giving it away unless we say it well in advance, like, okay, we're spoiling this film, we're talking about that, it.
0: Okay, I but apologize it, about the Ryan Reynolds thing. I didn't mean to
1: do it. it, it slipped out. That's not a big deal. That is a very small, very, very small I, spoiler. Again,
0: if you're paying attention, you know he's not the headliner of the movie. So Right.
1: <laughs> The, well, you see in the trailer that there, it's like in the trailer. You know he's not making it. Don't watch the trailer. I'm just saying, if you watch the trailer, it, it's I, very apparent.
0: This guy at work today, he just turned thirty, and, he, and I overheard him say, "Uh, I was like, yeah." Uh, someone asked him about the new Star Wars trailer. He's like, "Yeah, I don't want to watch it because I don't want to ruin anything." And I was like, "Good on you, you, you know, you know now <laughs> what I know now. Don't watch the fucking trailers. Don't, don't because they destroy it." I I and I I haven't watched the new Star Wars trailer. All I know is I heard two things: the new Star Wars trailer is out, and the director compl- already said that the Star Wars trailer spoils it. <laughs> it. Welcome to my world. I've grown up with this shit.
1: Deal with well, it now, motherfucker. I, I don't know. If, uh, I then I know what he's alluding to. Um, I know what he's alluding to, and you know what? going to finish his bottle tonight. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I know what he's alluding to, and it's something that has to happen because of a certain somebody. That's all I'll get. That's all I'll say.
0: Oh, say no more.
1: Yeah. Um, but if they're gonna do what I think they're gonna do, then it's ballsy. So that's cool. Uh,
0: but yeah, life. I agree with you. It was a decent horror, fi- a sci-fi horror film. Yeah. And again, like all these, if you go, like it's it's probably listed as sci-fi. There are a lot of sci fi's that are really horror. Alien. Right. And all of its predecessors. They are horror films. Yes, they are. They are but they are firmly listed as sci fi.
1: And you can and I, you can add sci fi, but only after horror.
0: But what I'm saying is like I mean like there's you know, like if you, if Blade gonna, Runner.
1: Right, that's sci fi.
0: can I briefly say uh, with all this hype coming out with the new Blade Runner film, I've said repeatedly in the past that I'm not a fan of the Blade Runner movie. You have said that. You have. I'm slurring a bit. I apologize.
1: That's okay. Um, yeah.
0: What well, I do have to point out, something that occurred to me today...
1: Although the new Blade um, Runner film did not... It did okay at the box office over the weekend. It only did 30 million bucks.
0: I heard, but I heard it's getting good reviews.
1: It's getting very good reviews. It's uh, Dennis uh, Denis Villeneuve, the guy that did Arrival and he did Hostages. That oh. He's a very good director.
0: Well, all I wanted to say is is just to give credit where credit's due, while I may not care for a lot of the d- devices in Blade Runner and I personally hate over melodramatic sci fi, Blade Runner at the time is very important because Blade Runner did I mean, us looking at now at like the cyberpunk type of film. Right. It's at the stage. No one had ever done that before on that level. Right. I mean you had sci fi but we were talking. We were talking about like a uh, a, a cyberpunk sci-fi uh, blend that had never been done on that level in cinema.
1: Well, even Philip really K. D- was, Philip K. Dick, he he said that uh, uh, he was very impressed at what they could do uh, w- with Blade Runner.
0: Now, granted, he was probably on acid at the time.
1: Probably well, and the thing is too. Uh, Philip K. Dick, he is quoted as saying, "It's exactly how I envisioned it in my books." And Ridley Scott is on quote saying, "Yeah, I never read any of that stuff." So, <laughs> which proves two things. That which proves which proves two things. Philip
0: K. Philip K. Dick was a fucking genius, and Ridley Scott can suck my fucking taint. <laughs> uh so,
1: somebody read probably Philip K. Dick's uh, these, material. And said, "Yeah, this is how it should look." And Ridley Scott was like, "Okay, let's do it like that."
2: You
0: know, I I I really hate the arrogance of like like a director or, or who's like looks at the source materials like eh, I didn't bother. Fuck you, yeah. really. At least pretend to give a shit. I. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, oh, anyway, um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Life wasn't. would de- watch it. It's. Definitely ten t- twenty times better than fucking Gravity. I'll give you that.
1: I and and I don't think it it didn't do well enough that it could garner a sequel. But I'd love, oh, to, no, I'd no love, way. I I would like to see what they could Why? do with a sequel.
0: Why? Well, no, I well, can't. Say if anything. it's
1: if it's as if if it's half as enjoyable as the first film, no. the way it ends, it could be an interesting sequel.
2: No, I totally I, Listen,
1: I, I I'm not asking for one, but I would totally, see it.
0: Totally disagree. It's one of those films that, just leave it alone.
1: <laughs>
0: it wasn't great. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, it was shot well. I liked it. Great performances. Leave it the fuck alone. No. That's it. Done.
1: Leave it alone.
0: All right. So for mine, I'm going to go back to the 70s. Okay. Now, I just recently watched this film. Um, I'm, I'm going to plug RiffTracks.com. You want to go to RiffTracks.com. Okay. And uh, this is a horror f- It's. I, I, technically, it's a horror film from the seventies, nineteen seventy-seven, called "Day of the Animals."
1: Day of the Animals. Okay, never yes. heard of that.
0: Okay, no, you. Of course, you haven't. <laughs> I never heard of it until Rift Tracks d- did it. Really? Grab the Rift. Grab the Rift Tracks copy. It's probably like ten bucks. It's fucking worth it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, the basic plot is: it's a it, you know, this is the seventies, so we're still talking about uh, you know, um, this is when like. Uh, for those of you who weren't around in the '70s, this is when we first started worrying about like the ozone and shit oh. like that. So the basic plot of this is a group of people are going on a paid um, wilderness tour of a mountain. You know, like a like a three-day hike, four-day hike kind of thing. Okay. They have to helicopter them in, and then they have to hike up the mountain, and then they're gonna helicopter them out again. Um, and during this there's these weird ozone issues that are occurring and what happens is the ozone um, malfunctions over this mountain right. and then as you get closer to the mountain the animals just become vicious and start attacking people at random
2: Jeez.
1: okay
0: it's, it's it's kind of like food of the gods without the food uh, so now the only thing the only reason that i that this film was worthy of you going out and grabbing ten dollars for it besides the rip tracks which are fucking hilarious is that um Leslie Nielsen is in the film. Oh god. Leslie Nielsen, this is back in the days before he was doing comedy. <laughs> he plays an ad exec that's on the tour. And he immediately becomes the heavy because he keeps making Indian jokes to like their their uh American native uh tour guide.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> like like Kimosabe type jokes, really fucking bad. Oh no. And then once things start turning south, when the, when the animals first start attacking, he starts calling the leader Hotshot like every five fucking seconds. <laughs> like, Hotshot here doesn't have a problem. What's up with Hotshot? Listen, Hotshot doesn't have it. A- it's just—and, you know, the rift tracks make it even better. But even without the rift tracks, so what happens, it gets to the point where Leslie Nielsen, like, challenges the head of the tour guy. He's like, listen, we're going up the mountain. And the tour guy said, we should go down the mountain. He's like, ah, well, Hotshot, you don't think we should go down the mountain. But I'm here. I think Hotshot's wrong. We should go up the mountain. What do you think about that, Hotshot? And so he he leads this this uh, limited group of people up the mountain. And by the time they, in on, on the way from middle of the mountain to back to the top of the mountain, he kills the football star, rapes the girl, bullies the boy, bare chested, screams uh, like like shouts down God, and then finally like. The whole thing ends when he decides to wrestle a grizzly bear. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> if you ever wanted to see Leslie Nielsen kill a man, rape a woman, curse God, and then gr- wrestle a grizzly bear bare chested the entire time, this is the film for you. Oh my God. It's fucking great. With Even without the Rift Tracks, it's fucking awesome. But definitely go to RiftTracks.com. We are not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, and download Day of the Animals. I guarantee it is ten or twelve dollars. It's worth the fucking download. Oh man! All it's right. fuck, It's fucking great.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't even. I don't even know where the film's available outside of Rift Tracks. I'm sure Netflix or somebody has it. But dude, that's all I have to say about that film. So, <laughs> so, like, so,
1: so what you're telling me is this is the very next film we should show at our Outdoor Bad Movie Day.
0: I I don't know. I mean, with the Riff Tracks or without the Riff Tracks? I would it's... do
1: with the Riff Tracks. Oh, well, with the Riff Tracks, people would, you know, ah, uh, it's just, it's, it's great. No, you know what? We would do it without the Riff Tracks. Without the Riff with, Tracks. It's better with without it. it because we would make our own commentary.
0: Yes, we would. And everybody, you know, yeah. But it, it's definitely a contender. It's a great fucking bad 70s movie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> With 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 an eye towards the environment, which is nice. <laughs> so I had to throw that one out there. What do you?
1: sir. Well, I think I'm going to go with a classic. Here, let me mark this as uh, we talked about that.
0: Hey, the animals is a classic.
1: No, no, I'm talking about an actual horror classic. Uh, it's a Cronenberg film, and uh, I think yes. Can I guess? Can I guess? It's you're probably not gonna get it, but go ahead. Can I guess? Yes. Um the brood. It is not the brood. God damn it. Alright, go ahead. Okay. Um I'm actually gonna go a little bit more mainstream. Probably the most mainstream horror film he ever did. Uh oh, probably the oh, most successful wait. mainstream horror Hold film he ever did.
0: Hold on a second. Please tell me you're not doing
1: um oh dead ringers you're thinking of dead ringers it's not I'm dead not ringers
0: thinking, i'm not thinking of dead ringers which by the way like holly mentioned once was like i've never seen that I was like oh i've got a copy we <laughs> still haven't watched it i should make her watch it this weekend it's thanks for reminding me
1: it it's good uh but it's boring it's a saying? it's a boring film I, I anyway it's uh it's cronenberg's the fly Jeff oh, Goldblum. Okay. Yeah. What were you thinking, Videodrome thinking, or?
0: I was thinking. I was thinking the fucking um, Clive Barker movie.
1: Cl- oh, Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Oh God, no, no, no,
0: he, no. You said mainstream. I was thinking it, it doesn't get. Well, no. Mainstream.
1: I when I said Nightbreed. that, I said David Cronenberg's, meaning he directed it. So. Oh.
0: Okay. He didn't direct Nightbreed.
1: No, Clive Barker directed Nightbreed.
0: That that fucking hack. Okay. <laughs> um. Go ahead.
1: Uh. Well. Anyway. Uh. It, it's a remake of the 50s film The Fly but it's got a much more Can it, uh, modernized uh take on it
0: for for those millennials listening
1: yeah um this is
0: before the term reboot was invented so that, it was technically right. just a remake
1: not uh, a yeah, reboot it was of a, the, a remake yeah. yes now, although it is a re it, it's a remake kind of sinuates that it has something to do with the original film.
0: No, reboot. I I always thought. I I really feel like reboot means a re uh, like a restart to a, a franchise.
1: That is that is true.
0: Which technically, you could use with the fly because there was a fly too.
1: There was a fly, wasn't too. there? Oh, you mean uh, the, of the Vincent Price film?
0: Yeah, wasn't there a fly too? I'm almost positive uh, there was. It
1: might have been like called the Return of the Fly. I don't think it was called The Fly too, but. Um. Yeah, we can look that up real quick.
0: I uh, it's not gonna be quick. So you you go ahead and, and start with your Brundlefly.
1: Brundlefly. The quote that I ah. the, the the quote that I have on my email for work has been the same one since the first day I started there, and the quote is "Computers are dumb; they only know what you tell them." Which is Seth Brundle, uh, which is played by Jeff Goldblum. That's one of the lines that he has after the umpteenth test that he does on his uh, uh, transportation machines fails. And Gina Davis is filming him because she she meets him at a party and finds him fascinating and wants to do a piece on him for, I don't think they say the magazine, but it's supposed to be important, like say a Time or a New Yorker or something along those lines. Please don't ask you. Yeah, not Rolling Stone, oh, but yeah. Real quick, yeah. Real
0: quick, yes. Return to the Fly, nineteen fifty nine. Vincent Price. So okay. there was a
1: sequel. Okay. So
0: yeah. So technically, going even though back then it was called a remake, we can technically call it a reboot, especially since they did a sequel to that one. So it was a reboot of the franchise. So That's yes. right.
1: That's right. That's right. Sorry, please um, continue. Anyway, so she's filming him, and he he has that line, uh, but his whole thing—he's a scientist. Hey, hold
0: on, let me break what? in. The only other line that I remember, my, there's two for me. There's two iconic lines from that film. One is him with the computer line. Yeah. The other one is, I'm getting better.
1: No, that's The Fly Two. That's Eric Stoltz. No, Stultz.
0: no, that's the first Fly. Oh, that so oh,
1: that's film. right. Okay.
0: That's right. You're. I feel like you're getting worse. No, I'm getting better.
1: Well, Eric Stoltz does the same exact line in The Fly Two.
0: Don't give a shit. No no, no,
1: no, 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 but you're right. It is from the first one, but he does the same. <laughs> I'm watching the scene that's, that's on in the background, the Lost and Found videotape. Oh, no. Oh, it's, no. A woman, it's the scene where they're crushing grapes, and they're having like this contest of who can crush more grapes, And she, and the one woman says, Stop! And then she tries to crush grapes a little bit more, and then tries to step out of the barrel and falls on her chest. And just goes, hurt, 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 hurt. Like trying to breathe. It's hilarious. She hurts herself and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Wow. wow. Anyway. Anyway, Why? wow. Um, Jeff Goldblum. So, Jeff Goldblum. So, Eric Stoltz has the same line. And it's the near the end of the film where they're in the hotel and he's transforming. And she says, you're getting worse. And he goes... And he pulls out like a piece of his eye, uh, and it exposes like a fly eye. He goes, "No, I'm getting better."
0: You know, Um, I saw I saw the fly too in the theater, and I don't remember that scene. All I remember is they killed a dog.
1: That is still to this day one of the most traumatic things I've ever seen. Uh, I I, when when I watch when I watch what (laughs) really when I watch the film i am not i i I try i i make myself watch it even though i would prefer just to fast forward uh through it why i don't like when he when the dog gets all fucked up and then later on where he he kills the dog in the most humane way possible because it's basically being tortured to death the weird thing with me is when I watch the film, I realize it's not a real dog no I know that but when the dog is just so happy to see him and it's wagging its tail or what's left of a tail and it's just so happy to see him and then he kills it and it just it makes me so sad
0: it died happy what the fuck do you want? It
1: died happy ah <laughs> uh, yeah it's you know sets up a good uh, ending though.
0: I'm gonna say real quick. They mentioned that if there's one thing that's annoying me more these days is people posting about their sick or dying animals on fucking Facebook. Yeah. For the love of Christ, please keep it in your house. <laughs> I don't care that your dog's dying, and I can't do anything about it. Don't tell me your dog's dying. Just let it fucking die. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I just I I you know. Uh, one of my coworkers missed a day of work because their cat died, and and no judgment, but in the back of my head, I'm like, I watched two friends die in the past two years. Just fucking go to, just fucking, you know, just 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 come in ten, two hours late. What the fuck? Yeah, right. I I, I just, it's me at the most point in my life it has nothing to do with anybody else. I'm not saying I'm right, but Jesus, like every time I turn on Facebook right now, oh please, thoughts and prayers for 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 Fluffy. Who's recovering from the operation? Oh, Yo, great! Your dog has diabetes. I don't give a shit. Just post a <laughs> post a meme about Trump and move the fuck on. Come yeah. on.
1: Well, that's all Facebook is now. It's cooking uh, recipes, Trump, pets, and that's it. Guess guess which one I uh, that offends me the least.
0: <laughs> I'm always ready for new cooking recipes. Yeah. I... Although, although I hate these ones where it's just a video of them cooking real fast. It's like five eggs. Do this. Do you Now put it in there. So hold on. Slow the fuck down. Can you give me a list? <laughs> What's with this video shit nonstop? Just it's give too, me a it's list. It's
1: too fucking stylized.
0: Oh, somebody with too much fucking time on their hands and like a camera, just uh, oh wow yeah. It, just just just
1: it's 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 a three-step recipe while you're filming it and speeding it up. Have you seen the new ones where uh, it's an overhead shot? I mean, that's a lot of them, but it's an overhead that's what, shot. That's what and I'm then,
2: talking about. That's well, what
1: I'm talking about. Well, no, I'm talking about a different style that they're using in the overhead shots now. So it's like they'll show the ingredients in the bowl and they'll snap their fingers and it'll just be a split-second shot to it all mixed up already.
0: Oh, fuck you.
1: Right. So it'll be like three eggs. It'll show three eggs in a bowl, snap their fingers, and it's all whisked and everything. Uh. And then it'll say oh, wow. add add sour cream. Snap their fingers, and it's all incorporated. Witchcraft, and it, right? And then it'll say temper this into the eggs, and then snap their fingers, and it's done.
0: <laughs> so basically, I can't be bothered to do to even show you me doing the fucking work.
1: Right. Uh, that's uh, that's start. Those are starting to emerge a little more dude, often.
0: Dude, dude, uh, staring down the barrel of fifty. All I can imagine is. What the fuck? What the fuck's it been like in twenty years?
1: I don't know, man. Um, I but I, uh, I you know what? Yesterday was my son's birthday, and that is the most that I've I've probably Facebooked in the last three months.
0: Birthday gifts on the way, by the way. Oh, thank you. To me, I'm gonna have to give it to you. I, I uh, the the their their fucking forwarding address thing was a pain in the ass, so I just sent it here.
1: No issue sir you'll but, have it you'll but have that, it. that is that is the most that I Facebooked or tweeted or just done any kind of social media in like three months and I just wish my son a happy birthday. I showed a video of when he was uh, turned one and I showed a video of my sons in these Batman masks that my son got two of uh, for his birthday by accident, and both of my kids have them and they're telling me that they love me, and their voices. Are because the new Batman he has the voice, uh, uh I love you, I love you, dad. Right, dad, I love you. and the only thing I kept thinking was Evil Dead, too. <laughs> and that's why my post says, uh, last I checked, I didn't have a fruit cellar, but I'll check again. Join us, <laughs> join us. Somebody's in my fruit cellar. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's all I kept thinking. Nobody got it except for you. Um. But, oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, there are oh, people dude. that are liking the my video with the fruit seller line. It's like they don't know why they're liking it. They just know that they're liking it.
0: Dude, today was a weird day at work because yeah. usually people talk politics and shit, and I, I avoid it because I don't want to get in fights. Sure. But today, everything came up was movie-related, so I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> and- and like this one person there was, I was like, oh, oh, like Stephen King came up. But it's like, oh, well, Maximum Overdrive. So I'd never seen that. So you got to be shitting me. It's like the ultimate bad 80s film. You've got to see that. It's awesome. <laughs> and, it, it was, and then somebody else was like, like uh, Evil Dead 2. Is like, oh, yeah, that was a bad film. It's like, no, that was a great film. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> you got to go back and watch. But then... He like this guy. This guy's my age. He's like right. i mentioned. He's like yeah. All I remember is like Evil Dead Three came out, uh, and Army of Darkness came out, and it had no relation to the second film. So what are you talking about? It's a direct sequel.
1: Yeah, it He's picks like, up exactly I, where it leaves off it in Evil Dead Two. It picks up exactly
0: where. And I had to explain to him how they had the recaps at the beginning. It's like if you cut the recap off and you put them all together, it's one long film. Which I keep meaning to do, but I never get around to.
1: Although yeah, I did get around it, to my it's first. It's
0: yeah, but I did get a, I get, did get around tonight to my first Rick and Morty uh, ringtone.
1: Oh, nice! Which one is it? Pick, Pickle Rick.
0: <laughs> have you even gotten that far yet? No. Pickle Rick. No. Oh, that Pickle Rick. Hands down, one of my favorite episodes.
1: I have to. Uh,
0: you get I... the Pickle Rick when when you get to the episode where like and you see Pickle Rick. Just fucking strap yourself in because it's one of the best fucking episodes, <laughs> bar none. Pickle Rick, all the way.
1: Pickle Rick, God.
0: I'm sorry, but the fly.
1: The fly, yes. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Seth Brundle. He uh, he's an inventor of these uh, transportation pods, and he can't get it working correctly, but he's getting there. So he meets Gina Davis at a party, and she finds him fascinating, and then they end up sleeping together and becoming a couple. But one of his experiments, he finally, after sending in like a monkey and it turns itself inside fucking out and he sends in a steak and all of these things, he finally figures out the problem. So he goes through, except the fly is caught in the pod with him and he feels amazing when he comes out on the other end. But the reason is because he absorbed... The fly, and slowly starts turning into a fly. Um, genetically, uh, he's completely altered at that point, and it's a slow transition. But you know, it goes through the entire film to get there. Um, you know what? It, what a great fucking horror movie!
0: It, it's a good. It's a great remake. Yeah. It it, it, it gives it just as much like uh, serious. It didn't try to like oh let's play campy. It, it took it and tried to modernize it, but in a good way, where it actually added to it. Now, one thing that like intrigues me is whenever character names are changed, and in the first original film in 1958, the character's name was Andre Delambre. Okay. I might be mispronouncing it because I haven't watched the film in a while. But So my thought is, where the fuck did they come up with Brundle? Oh,
1: Seth Brundle. I don't know. And um, Brundle, Brundlefly.
0: I mean, Cronenberg has a screenwriting credit because he probably did toy with it. But I, I don't know if the other screenwriter, which is Charles Edward Pogue, had anything to say about it. Um, it's based on, a,
1: on the George Langelin short story.
0: Well, yeah, but so was the original film. The I, original I film was it.
1: based on the George uh, Langelin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's This is one of those things too, where you could argue, and this is where it gets fa- foggy. Is it a reboot or a remake, or is it another adaptation?
1: Uh, I think, in my, it it's got to be the adaptation. It's just like the thing, compared to, uh, it's closer ah, to the, the source material. Yes.
0: Have you read the source material?
1: No, and that's yeah, you have one, no fucking uh, idea. No, no. Well, we've talked about it, and you have read the source material, so I just—I have p- not. What are you talking about?
0: I have never. You're thinking of a different. I, you're thinking of something else. I've never read the original short story.
1: Oh well. I All right, then I've read it somewhere that "Who Goes There," which is the original short story. No, uh, no. Which is, all right, what? stop,
0: stop. What? Who goes there? Is the original short story for the thing? That's what I'm talking about. We're talking about the fly.
1: Yeah, but I'm comparing it to. What you said oh. about the adaptation. Dude, you're confusing the shit out of All me. All right, I'm sorry.
0: I, I'm talking about the fly. I've and, never loved and the and, fly. And, well, and you, I'm still I'm deep in the fly, you doe, well, dude.
1: Well, you said that, is it an adaptation? And then that's when I kind of changed gears real quickly, saying that With, I would compare it Without to, informing me. Yes, I said it. <laughs> You've had way too much whiskey.
0: I, I yeah. think you like just are not like communicating what you're the, the sidestep
1: because no, you sidestep. No, now. I said, I said, when you if said an was, adaptation, I we said, If we were then dancing
0: I, right now. If uh, we were dancing right now, you'd be like, you'd be like off somewhere to the right. And I'd still be spinning towards the audience. Yeah. I'd
1: have my hands at my hip with my head down. Exactly, just trying to figure out like what is happening right now. And
0: I'd be like, "He's supposed to catch me. He's supposed to catch me."
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But when you said uh, adaptation, I said, "Well, then I'm going to go to the thing." Now I know. Now that you've actually
0: laid out the steps you took in your head, no,
1: I I already said what I, I already said it. I'm sorry you missed it.
0: And oh, hold on, and just just to clarify, I've never read Who Goes There either.
1: Well, we've (laughs) talked about it, and I've read that the thing is closer to Who Goes There. ...than The Thing from Outer Space.
0: Oh, no doubt. But I, I've never read either of them, so, right. I, so I don't know. That's well, you what, know, I, that's
1: what that's I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the adaptation, just like The Thing is closer to the source material of who goes there. Whereas this is probably closer to the source material.
0: You know uh, what? Now I have to read both of them, and I will report next episode my findings.
1: Okay. Yeah, they're short stories. What are they, like 50 to 100 pages?
0: I can find them on Kindle or something, yeah, yeah. no problem. But I, I, I'll I'll source that out for you, and I'll let you know whether we're right or wrong. Okay. But yeah, but no, the fly with Jeff Goldblum. Fly
1: is great. Think- One of my favorite Cronenberg films, possibly my favorite. Could that be my favorite? It could be my favorite. No, no the
0: thing is your favorite.
1: No, Cronenberg. Carpenter did the thing.
0: Carpenter, Cronenberg. Uh, no, Videodrome is your favorite.
1: Long yeah, live the no, new flesh. No, I do love Videodrome. Um, the Brood. The Kroner, I mean, I do, I, do come love, come on. I do love the Brood. The Brood
0: is fucking awesome. But
1: as a cinematic masterpiece, I think I might go the thing. It's got everything. Not the thing. Uh, uh, the, the, the the fly. Not, it's it's got it. has got. <laughs> you know, well, even though the thing is is probably the best horror film ever made, uh, and I know through? and I know that's cliche, um, but. As far as horror goes, the oh. thing is is pretty much a perfect horror film.
0: Here's here's a problem with Cronenberg. As far as choosing the best of,
2: okay,
0: he has a lot of iconic films. Just real quick, um, I'm not counting Rabid because that's that's early stuff and that's I, very it's a bit early. More, it's a
1: bit obscure. Have
0: you ever seen Rabid?
1: You know. I wanna I say, I, I'm, I'm going to say no, but I bet it's one of those films that it, once I start watching it, it'd be like, yeah, I've seen this.
0: No, no. R- Rab is one of those films that if you've seen it, you know you've seen
1: it. Fine, then I've never seen it. Okay. That, I have it. Much. I have it. I just never oh, got around know? to it then.
0: All right. But I still wouldn't say like as far as top favorites, but I mean, he did Videodrome, yep. Scanners. Scanners. Love Scanners. The Dead Zone.
1: Dead Zone. The, that, that was a very mainstream film for him. Yeah. Stephen King. The,
0: the Fly. The Fly. Naked Lunch.
1: Love Naked Lunch.
0: See, so, I mean, that's pretty but, much... But that, Naked
1: Lunch really isn't a horror film. If I was going yeah, purely on Cronenberg's yeah, horror stuff, I think I might go The Fly.
0: Okay. Well, alright. Ignore, ignore that one I just did. Okay. Uh, now, as far as horror films, I just named, what, three or four? Mm-hmm. Four. And they're all iconic and they're all kind of groundbreaking in their own way. Yeah. He's really hard to nail down for a best film. And then when you get into his like his is uh what you may call from a literary sense contemporary films.
1: Oh like Cra- a History of Violence and Eastern Promises. Crash. Crash. Yep. Right there. Three great fucking well existence eh, Well, I- that was kinda like he was trying to go go into his roots a little bit. And he yeah. made, a no, he made a, no, an okay no, no, no,
0: film. No, 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 no. no, that wasn't him going to roots. That was him like, yeah, I could do, uh, I could do Videodrome again. That's all that was, and <laughs> and it falls short of how doing that,
1: it. How but, is that not going to his roots? It's something that he's done before.
0: But Videodrome is not his roots. It's just one of the films he did. That's not like <clears throat> when we say Rob Zombie went back to his roots with Thirty One. That's because like the first two or three films he did were these fucking psycho slasher killer films. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Cronenberg, uh, The Brood, Scanner's Videodrome, Dead Zone, The Fly. All iconic films, all of them vastly different in almost every single way. They're yeah. like they're different aspects of the same genre. That's why it's so hard to nail him down. Comparing Videodrome to Scanner's, you can't even do it. And then throw The Brood in there or um or um was The Fly?
1: That's why I've always liked Cronenberg Uh, I probably I would say I like Cronenberg Man, you know what? Maybe Well, if I'm going back and forth between Cronenberg and Carpenter It's like maybe one day I like Carpenter more Maybe one day I like Cronenberg more But but as a whole Cronenberg is still making good movies
0: That's what I was going to say
1: You know Carpenter is kind of done He's done
0: yeah, Cronenberg may like have dips and levels, but he's still doing decent shit. Yeah, Cronenberg, uh, Carpenter, uh, he should have stopped. <laughs> just before just before Ghost of Mars.
1: J- yeah, absolutely. Well, right before Ghost of Mars was Vampires. If if, was, that was did, like, fine, vampires, if that was the last thing he ever did, it would have been like fine, good. Vampires.
0: If that was last thing ever did, last thing ever did, it would have been like oh. He dropped off a little at the end, but was still entertaining.
1: Right. And, you know, that, goes, was the, and that, that was the last Ghost time I met Mars. James Woods. So. Yeah. Ghosts of Mars, which uh, Roger Ebert gave thumbs up, by the way. I, I don't know why, but he did. <laughs> hey,
0: you, know, every, you know,
1: every critic is going
0: to have that odd film. We have it, too. I mean, you with your fifth
1: element. <laughs> what the fuck's that about? There was... um, It was an HBO comedy. It might have been not necessarily the news, but it was a sketch comedy show, so it probably wasn't that. But it was a sketch comedy show, and it was, it was Siskel and Ebert, but it was two actors portraying them, and they're going into the bathroom, and they're talking about the films they reviewed, and they're just giving each other shit. And then... Siskel goes over to Ebert and he goes, I can't fucking believe you gave Hot to Trot a thumbs up. <laughs> it's just one of the things that I just remember so vividly from this sketch comedy. I don't remember the sketch hey, comedy show, hey, but I, re- I remember the that. A
0: lovable performer.
1: <laughs> John Candy really brings it home in Hot to Trot, if you ask me, as the, uh, the voice of the horse.
0: Oh, the voice—that's right, the voice. Okay, He's the it voice and the horse. Second. Yes, it's been—I own it, but it's been a while since I actually watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I—I I have to say, just just briefly.
2: Yes.
0: G- November should we we should be since October's all horror films. I think we should try to try to angle November towards towards these Scott versus Joey episodes. Oh, okay. I think it's about time we we like rehashed. Fifth Element and Daybreakers and things of that nature. Or even Undead. Oh,
1: God. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> yeah, we could do that.
0: But, uh, alright, I'm going to bring up a film now. Okay. Um, uh, is I'm this going
1: to be the last one for the night? Because we're going long.
0: Uh, sure, we can do that. Okay. This is another oldie. Um, what do you got? i to find the actual title first. Tales from...
1: Cause it's what? Ah,
0: uh, no. No. Shit.
1: Um, what was the other film? Day of the animals, and then you. What was the other film that you uh, brought to the show? Or is this your oh, second film? This is my second film. Fine, good, because this obviously I need it for the synopsis.
0: Shit, I can't find this one. uh <laughs> I, wonder so if should, under, I wonder if it's under a different name now.
2: Should, oh, I, should, sh- should, I, should, I,
1: should I be doing the outro music then?
0: Uh no 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 I'm gonna find this because I just watched it like three nights ago, um it's it's fucking it's but it was on, it was on it was on my Plex I I hold on I can find it, give me a second. Can you give me an
1: actor or is it not?
0: Oh no yes um um Peter Cushing Peter Cushing's in it.
1: It's not Wolfen is it? Wolfen
0: where the fuck do you get Wolfen with Peter Cushing?
1: Oh no that's not Peter Cushing. <laughs>
0: please tell me what you were thinking of
1: i i i i was thinking of wolfen but it, it wasn't peter cushing it's uh what's his face um right,
0: here we go i get i had the title
1: uh the la, 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 christopher lee but christopher he, lee he's not he's not in wolfen either,
2: either.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? i then i i don't know why I, I thought wolfen oh no it's what's his face uh what the fuck is his name uh, what's his name? What's his? Oh God, it's <laughs> gonna bother me. That. No, I, I'm gonna look it up. What's his <laughs> name? What's his name? Uh, uh, uh Albert Finney. Albert oh, Finney. Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. not telling you. All right. Now this this is this. <laughs> I we're got going it.
1: back to the. I got it.
0: Um, now, last episode, I I I, re, I brought up one of the newer horror anthologies, Holidays. You did. Yeah, I will watch now, that. Now we're going back to the roots, back to the '70s when, the, when like the anthology horror films like first really took hold. Okay, we're talking tales of the crypt time period. All right, got it. This one's called "From Beyond the Grave."
1: From Beyond the Grave. Okay. Right. Same
0: concept: four short horror tales, but they're interwoven into an encompassing um, bookend of this of you know. All the stories are intertwined. In this case, this is basically a precursor to needful things. Peter Cushing owns an antique shop, and if you buy from his antique shop and in some way rip him off, you're gonna die. Wow. Oh. And if you don't rip him off, you might die. It's pretty much it's up in the air.
1: You could still die.
0: You, there's always if you buy anything from his shop, you're you're possibly gonna die. But if you if if but if you um steal it or barter him down to a price that he shouldn't be at or swap price tags when he's not looking you're gonna fucking die <laughs> all right so it, it's called from the grave it's from uh from beyond the Grave, 1974 uh peter cushing owns an antique shop uh and peter cushing is looking really fucking like like there's no makeup involved He just looking bad
1: and this is like 40 something years ago
0: well, the, how old the, well, this, is How old
1: is Peter Cushing at this point? Is he in his seventies or eighties?
0: Ah, oh, you're gonna make me look up his birth date. Yeah, hang on. Hang on. A second. Now, what year was What year was Star Wars? Seventy seven. Seventy seven. This is seventy four. Um, Peter Cushing was born in nineteen thirteen.
1: Oh God! So wow, he's only sixty four years old.
0: Alright, so maybe he use a bit of makeup. He looks fucking bad in this. He looks, <laughs> he looks better in Star Wars than he did in this. So maybe a little bit of makeup was involved. Uh, Wait, he died in,
1: 1913 and this came out in 74, right? Yes. So he's only 61.
0: Right. But then he was in Star Wars, bitch slapping fucking Vader. Yep. Uh, a few years later and he looked much better.
1: He looked much better. Okay.
0: He died in 94. Jesus Christ.
1: Fun. He died twenty years later, almost. Yeah, ninety-four. So yeah, that would have put him in his eighties. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: So he runs the shop now. Um, the first, the first person that comes into his shop is, uh, um, David Warner. Okay. The waxworks guy. Yep. Also from um, the original Wicker Man.
1: And also uh, from uh, uh,
0: uh, Time Bandits. Time Bandits, yes, that's yep. a class. Also, he's he's the Tron. Uh, child Tron Tron Tron. He's Master blaster ma- not Master Blaster. He's like the Master Database. What yep. what is he called in that?
1: Fuck if I remember.
0: Oh, is it Smash or something? Right.
1: I can look it up real quick.
0: My, my favorite though is he's the child molester from Straw Dogs.
1: Oh God, that's right.
0: Always put that on your resume. I was a child molester in a Sam Peckinpah <laughs> film. <laughs> Bam. Instant instant credits. Uh, uh, the Master Dave Master database?
1: Control program. Ma-
0: Master Control. He was Master Control, right. Master yes.
1: Control. So
0: he's he's been he's Master he's, Blaster. <laughs> he's one of those British actors that's been in like enough American mainstream American films oh, that yeah. you recognize Tons him matter stuff. What. So the first the first of four stories, he barters down a mirror. So that ends up involving a seance where the mirror makes him kill women <clears throat> and then the end result of that is he ends up in the mirror and then they flash forward and he you know fill in the gaps <laughs> not too much there uh right. that, that that whole sequence 50 percent of it is david warner waking up scared covered in blood <sighs> ah <laughs> And the other half of the episode is David Warner begging not to have to kill another woman.
1: Doesn't he get decapitated in the Omen as well? Was that him? I want to say that was him.
0: Dude, you know I I I hate the minute the Omen. I've never watched it beginning to end.
1: I watched that with the the first time I ever watched that was with Gerard, and Gerard was just giggling when he gets decapitated. (laughs) He couldn't stop giggling.
0: I remember uh, I have a collection uh, it's, it's co- I forget what it's called but I have a collection of Harlan Ellison's um, magazine articles and uh, he has one where he he saw the omen in the theater right. and
1: he oh, just David Warner still alive
0: Of course he's fucking I... immortal um <laughs> but like Harlan Ellison whiny bitch fucking complaining about how ho- how horrible! Like the violence was in the films, like, and he 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 talks through like that whole scene with the beheading. It's like, and it's bouncing down the stairs, and it's still continuing. And I stood up in the theater, is like, what is this? It's like, sit your whiny ass bitch down and write another fucking cheesy like hippie sci-fi like <laughs> motherfucker.
1: um Yep. Yep. He's in the Omen. Yes, he does get decapitated in the Omen.
0: You know what? I will make sure I watch the Omen all the way through before the next episode. That's on my. That's my homework. I should have. I. I don't know how I reached this age, and I haven't watched it all the way through, but I will. Um, But again, (laughs) it's one of those films where you grow up and you hear all about it, so you already know the film. Why watch it?
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, Harlan Ellison was really like that. That was his whole like anti-horror film thing. Anyway, what's the point? Why do you have to show the head? Fuck Harlan, yeah. Harlan, Harlan, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Yeah, that, that that's why you have that whole like uh, lovers of Harlan, haters of Harlan thing. It's oh, all it's. Yeah. Uh, um, well, who's the comedian? The short pudgy guy. The short pudgy guy. From yeah. North? he's He's in the movie. He's in the new MST3Ks. I'm slightly drunk, so I'm having trouble remembering his
1: name. Oh, uh, um. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. It's uh. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, uh so- What's your excuse? Yeah, my, my excuse is I I I'm, I got like three different names in in my head.
0: It begins with O. He's, he's, he's fucking the no. um, Ratatouille.
1: yeah yeah and he's the he's the narrator in the TV show the Goldbergs and
0: the fuck is that it's it's
1: it's a it's a comedy show on on ABC
0: Oswald Patton Oswald
1: Patton Oswald
0: yeah Pat Patton Oswald um, said it um, when he was introducing a panel of mst3k uh, stars he summed it up best he's like he said well, one of the best epi- one of the true encompassing moments that explained the the fascination with MST3K was this episode of Mitchell where this guy with sunglasses is being booked in a in a, um in a in a police station and the the real quick riff that happens is they walk in and one of the, i forget who says it but someone says uh hey they're they're arresting Harold Ellison and someone else said good <laughs> that sums it up right there it's like you you really it's 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 he's one of those guys and i understand totally why when you read his articles on that shit um but anyway sidetrack side uh, from beyond the grave so that's the first episode david war uh uh david warren right
1: you said david, david warner. warner david yes. warner
0: yeah david warner buys a mirror Mirror uh, makes him kill girls, and then puts him in the mirror, and then later on he'll have to make other people kill girls, etc. Hmm. Then the, the second episode was um... hmm. Poof. Hang on, episode two was an act of kindness. Oh, so the second one is this milk toast guy uh, steals a steals a um. Uh, a a <laughs> here's a summation. He steals a medal okay. from the antique shop to impress Donald Pleasants the beggar. My, and then eventually gets invited to their house, where Donald Pleasant's uh, sister performs witchcraft. And long story short, the whole thing there was because their child, his child, prayed that his parents would die. Take what you want from that. All I have to say is Donald Pleasance is a fucking
1: gem. (laughs) He saves it, huh?
0: Donald Pleasance has almost top billing in this fucking film, and like when you watch it, it's just fucking. Donald Pleasance is fucking awesome. (laughs) I I, anything Donald Pleasance?
1: I love Donald Pleasance.
0: Oh, I love me some Donald Pleasance. Uh, So the third episode is uh, the Elemental, and there is a a British guy switches the tags on his snuff boxes. So the snuff box he buys ends up putting an elemental demon on his shoulder, which tries to kill his wife. He calls a uh, he calls a witch that he met on the train from the antique store, who solves the issue, but she doesn't really do it because you switch tags, you're gonna fucking die. Hmm. And then the fourth episode is a writer buys a door, which opens up into the the room of an ancient writer. Who uh, Lovecraftian wise wanted the trap souls. Uh, long story short, they destroy the door. Everybody's happy. Oh, no, okay. Well, good. And then at the end, uh, this pickpocket you keep seeing, through, uh, this thief you keep seeing all through the film, tries to rob the antique store. Guess how that goes?
1: Oh, I bet it doesn't go well.
0: does not go well at all. Not at all. Too and f- then, yeah. So it, it's it's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's uh-huh. really good. it's just it's just one of those classic seventies horror film anthologies i mean i i don't know if it's better or worse than tales from the crypt or the uh, any of the other ones but uh uh it's one of them
1: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh
0: i will say that the the the, the snuffbox episode the third one is is the the most boring one of all because they take the whole um p- um um, exorcism of the demon. Right. Uh like they take it's like the whole the whole joke is that the woman's putting his hands on the, the up, uptight British guy while shit flies around them, and that's the joke, but the joke goes around for five fucking minutes. <laughs> and, like Holly the whole film, that's the one part Holly's like, This is killing me. What's taking so long? <laughs> it's like, hold on. What the whole you you made it all the way through Donald Pleasant's and David Warner killing women, but now you're upset. It's like no, it's taking too long. So, <laughs> all right. Uh... Uh, I mean, and really, if if you if you are if you were born after the year 1974, you need to go back and look at these fucking 70s films because this is where all the shit you're watching now is derivative of this shit. I mean, Creepshow. Remember oh, Creepshow?
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: Creep Show and the Tales of the Crypt TV show, which these fucking millennials probably don't remember either. Any of those either.
1: You keep saying millennials.
0: Yeah, I know. I've I've gotten, lately. I've gotten onto that kick, and maybe it's because the people I'm working at keep saying things. You know, you know what happened at work the other day? Is I had an issue with my monitor. There was like this weird glitch behind it. It like traveled behind it. Like there was static. Okay. And so I turned to the guy to behind me, who's I think is like twenty something. And I was like, man, man, look at this. It's weird. It's like, yeah. Says, wow, you remember like the monitors where they had the de gauze button and you would click it and it would go brrr, brrr, and it would fix an <laughs> issue like that? And like, he looked at me like like no expression. No. <laughs> oh. Another guy never heard of vaudeville. Really? Yeah, really, vaudeville. I, I I don't I remember what the conversation was, but I mentioned vaudeville. What's that? What do you mean what's that? Yeah, what, what's I've never heard of that. You've never heard of vaudeville. Really, OK, I'm done with this conversation. We're done well, that's.: what...
1: I found out very recently that, uh, and I didn't know the time frame of when a millennial is considered to have been born, and it's between 1980 and the year 2000. That sounded right. So yeah, my yeah. wife has always thought she was Gen X.
0: Your wife is not Gen X.
1: Well, she's not because she's born in 1981.
0: No fucking way is she Gen X. No, because I'm Gen X. Well, so am I. Yeah, right. So how is she? Because cause she's jail bait. you know, when you were dating her. That
1: doesn't mean anything.
0: This yes, it does. It means there's a wide age gap there's there. There's only
1: a five-year gap between us.
0: That is enough.
1: But she misses Gen X by just two years.
0: If, if that age gap like, involves, like, illegalities, yes, that matters.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but anyway, there are a lot of people that are getting lumped in with millennials because they actually are. There are a lot of people that will criticize millennials and, and not realize that they oh. actually are millennials.
0: I'm not criticizing millennials.
1: Well, no, 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 no. Not. I'm not saying this, you. I'm just is, saying there. are all, all, all I'm saying is there are a lot of people that make a lot of stupid posts online... Specifically on Facebook, that say a lot of shit about millennials, and you're it's like, about, dude, you are a fucking millennial. You just talking, don't know it.
0: Yeah, you're talking about those post that, that equate to,
1: oh, the kids today. Yeah, mm. ba- yeah, basically.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm I, I'm saying there's an obvious. I generational never said that. Gap. I never
1: said that you were.
0: I'm just clarifying. There's an obvious generational gap where where like the guys like I'm like you've never actually used a floppy disk, have you? It's like, <laughs> oh, sure, I have. It's like. The five and a half inch? It's like, oh what, you mean the big ones? Motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean the big ones. Oh no, I never used those. Never yeah, of course not, because yeah. you're a fucking millennial. You
1: ever use a three and a half inch, which were the more popular? And when oh, they say a, when they I thought say it was five
0: and a half and three and a quarter. It's, it's five and a half and three five and a quarter and three and a half?
1: Uh, it's five and a quarter, three and a half.
0: Like it matters anymore.
2: It
1: doesn't fucking matter. But my the point being, uh if you've used a five and a quarter, then yeah. You, you. Not that you're old, but it's like you've been around. If, if whoever you're talking to hasn't even used a three and a half, at least that shit was around 15 years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. The guy at work, he was like, "Yeah, I remember when I. I forget how we again, conversation. It's like, yeah, I remember when I was 14, and uh, I was using the it was word word something like WordPress or word was not, not WordPress obviously. Word perfect. Not even word perfect. Or something weird before that. It's like yeah, I remember fourteen. I was using that. and Only had like seventeen lines, or whatever. And it's like he stops. Like yeah, I remember that I was fourteen. And I was using like, a typewriter. Shut up.
1: <laughs> yeah, every fucking report that I did for high school was on a typewriter.
0: No, my se- I actually mentioned. I was actually talking about this today. Uh, my se- my senior English paper. On the Zodiac Killer, which I still have in a folder behind me, it was done on a dot matrix printer, but it was the kind where it, it printed out and you could tear off the, the, the... Oh, the pin feed. You could tear off the pin feed so it was like straight paper. Yep, pin feed. It's, I could dig it out in like ten minutes, five minutes if I wanted to. It was right behind me. And, by the way, senior senior school paper on a serial killer, and I got an A. That's right. This is before Columbine and all that shit. That was back when teachers didn't even realize that, like, your, your student writing about a serial killer might be a sign. It might be a flag. <laughs> I had a news in my fucking locker, dude. And I was, not only was I not, like, kicked out of the school, they never even recommended a psychiatric treatment. <laughs> What's up with that? Fucking, like, they talk about snowflakes. Really? I kind of agree in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody, work. Anybody who's actually slit their throat in, in like, in uh, during lunch period, raise your hands. Yeah, I didn't think so, motherfuckers,
1: pussies. The only, th- you know, with the whole snowflake thing, uh, and I know we've we're got, we've gone off topic because it's where we're ending the show very very quickly. Um, <laughs> it, it's just, it's the way it. I read it that annoys me. It's just I can envision the person on the other end actually saying. Oh, no. it. I with, use the with, word with vitriol. and yeah. it it really just it just makes me it just puts me in a in a bad place where it's like you know, you know go fuck yourself
0: yeah, yeah I, I use the word snowflake almost ironically well uh, yeah
1: no I know you do
0: entering the hipster mode right because because generally people that use the word snowflake are referring to uh, left wing people who are upset about oh I don't know racism <laughs> And, and, you know, things like that. Like, oh, you little snowflake, you know, you don't like it when people call you nigger. It's like, no, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I really, really don't. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, the one thing I have to say is, since you mentioned it, having been attacked from both sides, left and right, during my, my, um, my tenure at, at Goddard College, mm-hmm. I still lean left. I really do a lot. Sure. It's very obvious by my writings and other things. But every now and then you get pulled a bit to the right.
1: Well, when it when it, when it starts making sense, it's like, yeah, that does make it's, a that does make some sense.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like when they start when they complain about politically correctness stuff because like oh they want we want to call it a personhole cover. Like George Carlin said. They're like, yeah, all right, now we're getting silly. But then when they complain about uh, political correctness on the right because it's like, oh, you don't want to call them the Indians anymore and do the tomahawk dance. It's like, no, we don't. <laughs> because it's fucking ignorant.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, well, it's yeah. like they've, they've been... Uh, the left has been uh, trying for a very long time to get the football team, the Washington Redskins, to change their name because they feel that it's insensitive. And oh, no. It, no, no, it, no, it, no. it is... It, it a, an insensitive yeah. name yeah.
0: they don't feel it's insensitive they know it's insensitive right
1: but it's been the name of the the team for decades we've called we called but no them. no one's had a problem with it until the last say 10 years or so less mm-hmm. ma- much less actually we've called
0: our team the Cincinnati Darkies for like 60 years now what, all of a sudden there's a problem <laughs> yeah because your grandfather's dead
1: yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> <what's-> <laughs> Within the last five years, they've had a real problem with the Washington Redskins. Oh. Um, it's a name that's never going to change. There's too much money to be made for the team. There's too much memorabilia. There's too much uh, merchandise that's still being sold to just go up and change the name. They're never going to do it.
0: Uh, I'm going to mention briefly now, before we wrap the episode up, yeah. uh, we are going to be starting up Strangers in a Strange Land again. Yes. Um, Joey's going to be involved sporadically and I'm going to be recording episodes with uh, my father. <laughs> That's and, pretty good. Uh, and, and so that first, our, our reunion episode, so to speak, is going to be the three of us. Uh, that might go two or three hours. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Because I've been promising my father before the elections that we would do this. And wow. like every month he's like, when are we gonna start this up again? Because you know I got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's like I know you
1: do. Well, then next <laughs> week, then next week we don't do a two hour movie sucktastic. No, there's no, no way I could do this for five hours.
0: Or we do it on separate days. <laughs> this is <Yeah>. The old... <laughs> No, we're whenever... not. No,
1: I, we could do it next Thursday. It's just that from eight oh. to nine is movie sucktastic, and then from nine till whenever is strangers.
2: Hmm.
0: Hold on, that that swallow was officially the last of this wonderful um, NapaGo castle. Oh wow! Oh, I need it tonight. I tell you, just oh man, <sighs> having to rewatch fucking Horses of Salem*. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ! Jesus Christ! Christ on the cross. You know, you know what's so bad about the film? There's not even like a quote to give. Like, oh, remember this line? No, no. No. You can't even narrow it down to one line. It's just, just, just whole segments of the film. What the fuck am I watching?
1: <laughs> oh. uh, is it that time? Is it that time? It
0: probably is. It's I apologize time. for one long. No,
2: but, it's okay.
0: But uh, you know, you know, dude, I tell you, sometimes when you and I get in here, it's like, it's like all the stress of the week comes out. It's like, yeah, let's talk about movies. Yeah, let's talk. About- Let's talk about fucking movies, man. Yeah. Let's talk about movies. And it's just like it just it's just
1: You want that movie, don't you? Can't, you want it!
0: You can't call the you can't call down the thunder and not expect you know, some lightning.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh. uh, to episode two hundred and fifty six of movies. Sh- shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Doing this a long I- time. And here's the thing:
0: days, how, how many days in a year is 356, right?
1: 365.
0: 365. So it has no bearing whatsoever what you just said. Never mind. Continue.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, if if we did the show, <laughs> like we take breaks and we go on like hiatuses sometimes. Uh, if we did a show every week and didn't, which I can't even fucking fathom that. Just there's no fucking way I could do this every single week for eight straight years. Oh. Not fucking possible. Unless There's you're n- being paid for it. Even then, <laughs> I would Even probably then. figure out a way to, to get away with not having to Dude, do one. Dude, honestly, week. I don't
0: know. If we were getting paid, I honestly would be really hard pressed to like they have like a sick day for this job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, wait,
0: wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, you mean I have to go and drink and talk about films again? Oh, all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we do like 30 to 40 shows a year, which out of a 52-week year, pretty damn good. But
0: don't forget, we also double up on Oscar months. Oscar we month. do
1: double up on Oscars. So. That
0: usually... I, I really think that doubling up, when we double up on the Oscar months, we kind of fill the gaps whenever we take hiatuses.
1: No, we which do. Are never. We do.
0: Hiatus are never planned. I, I know occasionally, I was like... Yeah, you want to record tonight? Oh, no. I don't. I don't know, dude. I can't. How about you? Oh, right, You know,
1: do you? I am not opposed to taking a week off.
0: <laughs> One of those things where like we try to like put on the other person's like, hey, if you need to take a break, we can. It's like <laughs> no, no, no. If you, if, no, really. If you don't, if you don't feel up to the night, and we're both I, like, I'm okay. ready
1: to go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I'm ready to go, but. If you want to take a day off, and then uh, we'll get back. You know what? That's yeah. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> you, know, you know what the problem is? The problem is we record on Thursday night. Yeah. And so, like, like the weight of the week is on top of us. By the time you get Thursday and you're, you're you're at work on Thursday and you're like,
1: sure, you're working, oh, for, the working
0: oh, for the weekend.
2: Working for the weekend.
0: Yeah. Depending on the week you've had and what else is going on, you're just like, and I gotta go home and I gotta stay. I got up.
1: thirty seconds before this music ends. <laughs> Oh, the music's on? Of course it is.
0: I don't know. All right, goodbye.
1: Uh, Real quick, go to our website at (laughs) Uh, moviesucktastic.com. Leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. Email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Go to our Facebook page. Get the free app. And that's it. Oh, look at this. Beautiful fade out. I love it. We'll talk to you next week. Hold on.
0: Last words. Oh,
1: what are your last words?
2: Pickle Rick! (laughs) Beautiful.